I'm Kate Daniels. Without question, we have lived through a year where we have really seen the major challenges that exist in our society. One of the major ones is food insecurity, heart and gut-wrenching. This last month of the year is a major time of food and monetary donations for Northwest Harvest, and so we have with us Jackie Medill, Director of Consumer Information for the Washington State Beef Commission, and Camus Ubelocker, a cattle rancher and longtime supporter of Beef Counts. Well, good morning, Camus Ubelocker and Jackie Medill. It is so wonderful to have you join us this morning for a very important conversation. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. So here we are. It's amazing that we've reached December. We are still in this time of what I call the time of COVID. So things are looking differently, but some things either have are the same or have become more critical. One of those more critical things in our community is food insecurity. And now with December, Northwest Harvest is really ramped up. And a big part of this, we're really uh, fortunate to be able to focus on uh, Washington Beef Commission and what is going on with Beef Count. So I'm looking forward to the opportunity to share your stories and uh, have our listeners become more informed and a part of it, okay? Yeah, sounds good. So, um, Jackie, do you want to start and just give an overview of uh, the relationship between Northwest Harvest and the Washington beef community? Yeah, sure. So we are really excited um, from the Washington State beef community standpoint to be extending our 10-year-old beef counts program. It's our 10-year-old baby. It's been doing good work across the state over the last decade and feeding hungry families since 2010. But in this, our our decade anniversary, we are for the first time partnering with Northwest Harvest in Western Washington, most specifically in the Seattle area to extend beef counts. And what beef counts is, is a program that has identified a deep need for high quality protein in hunger relief agencies. So whether they're food banks, mobile food distributions, um, supplemented food markets, all of the agencies that collaborate to fight hunger here in Washington state have just sent up a red flag saying, we don't have enough protein. The protein we do have isn't high quality enough. And thank goodness a decade ago, Washington's beef community stepped up the plate and says, we, we have an answer to that problem. Um, and so we've been working diligently um, with farmers and ranchers, with uh, retail grocery stores, um, with food processors uh, to help streamline the process of getting high quality protein, specifically beef, into the homes of hungry families and onto their dinner tables. And that's that's Beef Counts in a nutshell. So this is the 10th anniversary. And one thing about that, I was reading in some notes from you earlier, Jackie, that in um, the 10 years or up until, well, six years into it, you had supplied, the Washington beef community had supplied a million pounds of beef. Am I right on that? So a million servings. And a million that, servings. And that was at, 
Yeah. And that was at the six year mark and fast forward just four years. And now we've hit 2.5 million servings. It doesn't take a math whiz Mm -hmm. uh, to recognize that the need has amplified and thankfully our ability to deliver beef um, has also kind of kept pace. Something that I'd love to point out is that at this point in time, 2.2 million Washingtonians are currently facing food insecurity. That's more than double what was reported at the start of the pandemic. Um, So it really is a situation where our neighbors here in Washington state are in need. And um, Washington's beef community is just poised to be able to step in and help, which we're really proud of. So thank you for that background and and for those numbers. As you said, we don't need to be a math whiz. And and if kids want to use that as a math problem, parents certainly share that with them and have them work on it. But it, it really, though, on a serious note, points out the critical situation we do find ourselves in. And so therefore, beef counts is so critically important. And so Camus, you were telling me earlier, before we really started in earnest in our conversation, that you have been involved since the the origin of this 10 years ago. And what happened? What was it that was going on that got you involved? Uh, it's it's just a good outlet for, uh, to help with a in um, in an area that we're very much involved with on a daily basis. You know, we, I own a feedlot. We make beef, and uh, I would like more people to eat it. And and it's good stuff, beef. It is <laughs> right. It's the best. So you know, coming from someone who's a, a real uh, what not educated in this field, when you say a feedlot, uh, what are you really meaning? Uh, we bring in <clears throat> typically calves at a lighter weight, 550, 600 pounds, and we'll take those up to where their finished weight would be. And then those would be sent to processing for harvest. So you, okay. So you really have a, a ranch then because you have these cattle that you are feeding, growing, and uh, preparing them to, to be our nutrition in the future. So we do some things on the ranch side of the business also, but the heart of the business is a feedlot. So we, it's a more of a, they would come off of a ranch and then come into the feedlot. So it's, we're the next step in the line. Okay. And so what are we talking about in terms of size or do you go by weight or numbers? What is it? So something we like to do to kind of put it in perspective, and I do this with my employees and their wives and their kids, so everybody understands what they're involved with is pretty big. But my facility in a year's time with the pounds of beef that we'll put on, it feeds close to 65,000 families. And wow. so it's uh, we're not a large scale operation. It's a family operation. I mean, we live right here. My guy, uh, most we house most for employees and they live right here too. So it's very much a family operation, but it is. Um, something that's big enough and significant that feeds a lot of people. And how many employees, how many families are with you? Oh, we have three full-time guys and myself. And so there's, yeah, I'm going to say the, there's a kind of a romantic picture of that. We're, you know, living together in a small community. Um, but it, on the other side of it, I'm sure it's a lot of hard work. It is. It is a lot of hard work, but it's rewarding. I mean, who else can get up every morning, pull your boots on, say you fed 65,000 people? 
That's, I mean, absolutely. It, it, you know, it's not a, it's not a glamorous job. It's not, I mean, but it is a very important, there's nothing better than feeding people. Right. So, you know, we can get by without computers and cars and all these other things, but someone's got to eat every day. And th that's why I think beef counts is good because some of those people that don't get to eat, to eat every day, there's an opportunity for them to have some high quality protein on their plate. So and it, it, it feels good to help out. And so that was your inspiration 10 years ago as this materialized. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, we do this, you know, literally every day, seven days a week, during 65 days a year, we're, we're making it and uh, we're feeding and, you know, checking cattle and doing all the things that we do to produce this product. And it's a shame when not everybody gets to eat it, you know, it's, or get to eat period. It's, it's, it's concerning. And if this will alleviate it, then we're all in. And it's a big thing. I mean, I think we, we, um, in general, people look at, at meat, look specifically at beef, and they'll say, oh, it's so expensive. And so it's something that they would not be able to afford. It would be like the bottom of the list. And so, therefore, you're giving them this opportunity to have quality protein. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, ounce for ounce or pound for pound or however you want to measure it, it's got more bang for the buck. But it takes a lot longer to produce it. It's, uh, it ends up costing the producer, which would be me. It's not a inexpensive product to make, but it's nice when we have the ability and we have partners in this program that will match our donations and things like that. So, I mean, it, it's a, it's a really good program that's had a lot of roots in the Northwest here for 10 years and being able to supply, you know, two and a half million servings to families in Washington state. It's, I mean, you can't beat it. Absolutely. And especially at this time of the year, this year in particular is really what I'm thinking of, is that it's even so much more critical, as Jackie was saying, how in the last four years, and probably this number of 2.5 million servings has really ramped up just since March of this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, you know, we're so fortunate in the U.S. and especially in the Northwest, I mean, the amount of products that we produce you know, it alone in Washington and the volume of which we produce it, you know, we're, I, I'm not going to say we're spoiled, but when you go to a grocery store, you typically don't see things missing. And when that was going on, it put, a, it made a lot of people nervous. And I think, uh, you know, this beef counts program, I think will help alleviate a little bit of that. And hopefully these people hearing this will understand. I mean, we're still out here making it every day. The hard part is a lot of times getting it to the stores. I mean, it's not that, not that there's a shortage of beef. There's plenty of cattle out here. We're feeding them. We're taking care of them. We're doing all those things. It's just the hiccup has been getting them to the stores as a processed product. So does that have to go to the processing plant? Is that where the issue is? It typically, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the holdup. And there's a lot of people in those plants. So it, they've had to slow things down with social distancing and fewer employees and also the way that they've done the testing. You know, if there was... You know, there's no, there's no normal sick anymore. There's just all COVID sick. So you can't even have a cough and a headache. You know, normally you tough that out and you go to work. Well, now you tell your guys, well, hey, you better stay home because you might have it. But so it's just slowed a lot of things down that typically run, you know, very efficiently and, and very smoothly. And so there's never a hiccup in the supply chain. And then when there is, you know, with what's gone on with COVID, it, it scares people. And it, I hope that everyone listening you know, we're still making it. It's still out here. 
There's plenty of it, but that's the hiccup. That's the spot where it gets slowed down. And just on that note, I don't think that we've heard that there have been any issues here in our supply chain in, uh, chain in Washington State that, you know, we've heard things about the Midwest um, with some of the pl- plants. But I think that really, as far as healthy situations, we've been okay in Washington. So the other thing, the other part of um, that I'm proud of is an industry that is that efficient. Um, it, there was there was plant shutdowns and there was slowdowns in Washington State. That's 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 the fact. But they, I would say that our plants in the Northwest reacted faster and better than in other regions of the United States. And so we did not see the hiccup in supply that I think other regions did. They handled it very well. Which is great. So congratulations to you and to your cadre of people that do this important work. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, too, for for being part of this, of supplying this important food resource to those in need, which is so much greater in number than uh, has ever been the case before. So now there is the collaboration with Northwest Harvest, correct? Jackie, did you want to comment on that? Yeah. So we touched on it just briefly before, but... Um, the Washington's beef community has worked over the last decade with Second Harvest as an agency focused primarily in Eastern Washington. And we've done some extensive work with Food Lifeline here in Western Washington. And it's been a goal of ours to kind of integrate the Beef Counts program into Northwest Harvest as well. And, you know, there's all these hunger relief agencies and they're all doing exceptional work in our communities across our state. Um, And we feel like with incorporating Northwest Harvest into the Beef Counts Program, extending um, product availability, um, beef availability to them, we're really reaching as as many food banks, as many communities as efficiently as possible. And that's one of the cool things about about Beef Counts as a program. Um, We definitely have covered the fact that you know, Camas and Washington's 9,000 family farmers and ranchers are out working every single day to raise cattle. Um, They're feeding them, um, they're taking care of their health, they're maintaining their facilities, their their land, their grazing land, you know, they're putting in hay and feed. They're doing all this work on a daily basis. But when a hiccup comes along like the COVID pandemic, um, and we see, as you guys mentioned, the supply chain stumble, Um, because humans are the weakest link. (laughs) Um, When we see supplies back up or people go to the grocery store and face an empty empty meat case, that feels a little panicky. Um, But if we think about it, you know, families that are food insecure face that panic every single day. Um, And so we love that Washington's beef community really rallied through a really hard March and April to get supplies through, to get supplies to the grocery stores, but also really leaned into helping those families that are food insecure, that don't have the freedom to go to the grocery store and make a purchase. Um, And so Northwest Harvest really helps us do that. They help us be even more efficient in delivering high quality protein and essential nutrition to hungry families. And to me, 
when we recognize that one in four families, um, you know, are going hungry or skipping meals um, or having to make hard decisions between, you know, what they buy at the grocery store or if they make their car payment, um, if we can help even just a little bit, um, if we can deliver a special meal, um, then we're doing our job. Boy, and we look at this holiday season as a time that we want to do something just different, better, you know, more scrumptious. So there are these thousand holiday roasts that are going to be appearing here in the Seattle area, right? Yeah. So actually, um, they've actually already arrived, which is exciting. Um, They are waiting in Northwest Harvest, a wonderful facility down in Kent, um, they have a wonderful staging facility there. It's a big warehouse and freezer, and it's where really the majority of their food comes into so that they can distribute it um, to their agencies across the Puget Sound area. Um, so those thousand beef roasts, um, which were delivered to us by Agri Beef Company out of the Yakima Valley, um, are going to be packaged up. And this is kind of special. This is a little bit different than the typical even beef counts program or the typical, um, you know, food bank um, box of food. We're packaging up these beautiful beef roasts with carrots and onions and potatoes. I'm hearing there's, they've sourced maybe some butter or sour cream, um, some broth. Um, They're looking to try to include like fresh rolls or something wonderful like that. So this beef roast is really a complete complete meal. There's no extra shopping that needs to be done. These families can pick up this roast and this and this meal kit, if you will, um, take it home and really create a celebrational holiday meal. And we're just super excited about that because sometimes you end up handing out kind of odds and ends along with the beef roast and people are so excited to get their beef roast. But this is one complete meal that will easily serve six plus people. Um, so we're very excited that this, you know, provides an opportunity for folks to have a generous celebrational meal, um, include their whole family, hopefully have some leftovers, um, and really kind of mark, mark this holiday season with a little bit of extra, extra joy. Well, it makes my mouth water. <laughs> it's kind of what I envision, you know, w- when I want to make a, a a beef roast meal that, you know, all those extra fixings just uh, make it so much more delicious. Not to, but the reason we do it is because it's it's the beef and it's uh, here we have locally grown uh, meat, which is, of course, critical, I think, to the whole picture. I mean, when one is hungry, maybe one's not really that discerning, but but it is important to look at the fact that it this is Washington beef, right? Yeah, so Egger Beef is a wonderful company that um, is based in Idaho, but works with farmers and ranchers all over the Pacific Northwest, which is really, really great. It um, unifies um, our, our Pacific Northwest beef community in a really great way. Um, there's actually a beef counts program in Idaho as well, which I think is awesome. So they've been doing similar work over there with their hunger relief agencies. Um, so yeah, Edgar Beef has just been a stalwart supporter of beef counts from the beginning. Um, and something that's really, I think, pretty cool is beef counts is a program that accepts 
monetary donations. Um, they accept cattle, <laughs> which is awesome because a really generous, you know, rancher that would like to help feed hungry people cannot just deliver a cow to a food bank. It doesn't work like that. Um, so AgriBeef has been able to kind of be that connection point in between um, and al allows us to kind of translate cattle into, and, and money into beef that then goes to food banks and goes to hungry families. And that's just super cool. Um, so yeah, we're pretty excited about that. And, and I would add that anyone is welcome to join our beef community. Anyone is welcome to support beef counts and help us fight hunger um, along with Northwest Harvest this December. Um, you can actually head to our website, wabeef.org. And right on the homepage, there's a rotator there that invites people to learn more about beef counts. And when you visit our Beef Counts page, um, there's wonderful stories. There's quotes from folks like Camus and other ranchers that have been involved in Beef Counts over the last decade. And, um, and then there's also the opportunity to connect directly to Northwest Harvest and donate to Beef Counts. And all funds that go to Northwest Harvest at Beef Counts go directly to bringing beef into their food banks and into their food uh, hunger relief system. Um, so I think it's a super efficient way for anybody that is so inclined after listening to our interview today um, to step in and make a difference and really get beef on the dinner tables of hungry families. So that's a great thing for us. We have that opportunity. It's important to stress that there are those of us who have had the good fortune to continue to work in some shape or form so that life continues in somewhat a normal fashion. And so then we have that opportunity to be involved and to help and contribute. So on your end, Camus, as Jackie was telling us, that farmers, ranchers will uh, donate a calf. So that would, they would, does it happen so that they give that to you and there are these certain number of um, calves that turn into the livestock? See, I I am lost for language here. <laughs> so, so in the, no, you're fine. So in the past, uh, what they've done is they've donated a rancher has donated a calf to um, the beef, beef counts rollover auction. And what it is, is they typically, they, they don't, in the past, they've always held it at Topnish Livestock in Topnish, Washington. And what they do is they roll that calf over. So it gets sold maybe 20 different times. And then at the end, then the calf is actually sold. But when, you know, if, if my company purchased it, then basically we're going to turn the calf back. Someone else can buy it. And then we basically just donate the money, but it is an auction. So it brings a real value. Ah, okay. It's great to, uh, you know, kind of get that better visual on, on what happens. So you uh, going back to the fact that you've been involved in this really right from the in origins of it 10 years ago, Camus, um, and it's grown. And you said now you are the president of the organization. No, I'm no? the president of the Washington Cattle Feeders Association. Oh, the cattle feed. Okay. So separate entity there, but you yep. have been involved with Washington Counts or Washington Beef, Count. Beef Counts since the yep. inception. Yep, very much so. And uh, have you seen that growing in that time? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially um, 
like Jackie was saying, the last four years, I mean, that's more than double it. That's pretty awesome. And I, I mean, I think that there's a lot more potential for growth even yet. I mean, like you alluded to earlier, there's people that, you know, this COVID really hasn't affected. And if, um, if they have the ability, this is a good way for them to donate. Absolutely. And thinking these visuals are are so amazing to think of, you know, the the millions of meals served. Jackie, you had shared, and perhaps Camus is familiar with this too, is how that translates uh, in terms of beef patties, hamburger patties, and the height of Mount Rainier. Can we share that kind of visual? Seven, seven stacks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if we took hamburger patties and we stacked them up, uh, we'd get seven Mount Rainier hamburger patties, <laughs> which I think is visually, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's what, um, that's the difference that we're making. And um, it, it's a little bit funny, right? To kind of envision a Mount Rainier of hamburger patties. Um, but at the same time, I mean, it really is showing that there's not just a need, um, but there's also an answer to the call for that need. And um, I think that Washington's beef community, which includes, you know, Camas's organization and the Washington Cattle Feeders. We have the Washington Cattlemen's Association, which represent a lot of the, the ranch level producers. You know, folks from our dairy producer organizations have been stalwart supporters. We've got, of course, agri-beef involved. I mean, we're really, really proud that from farm to fork, Washington's beef community has really come together. And so it doesn't matter if it's a, a small mom and pop farm here in Western Washington, or one of the bigger ranches or feed yards from Eastern Washington. We've had, you know, years of retail grocery store folks who we consider part of our community. They help us, you know, get our product onto plates, um, step in. So it's really cool to just see those of us that have beef in our freezer every day because we raise it and we produce it, really be able to share that bounty. Um, to those that couldn't otherwise probably have access. So we were talking about these wonderful thousand roast beef meals that will be available, which is wonderful. I want to see what would be your favorite beef meal. Camus, what's yours? Uh, it's got to be New York. Uh, done on the grill? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And Jamis has a pretty cool grilling setup, I have oh. to say. He's open open fire grill situation. Yeah, we, we cook on <laughs> just a, we cook a lot on a fire. Just build a fire and throw a skillet in there. I guess that's the advantage of being out there on your own ranch where you have this quality meat available to do that, right? Oh, it's like camping every day. <laughs> Whoa, see we won't say that too loudly. You're going to have people really surging over to... No camping out at Camus's. Yes, yeah, yeah. there we go. Unless you're invited. <laughs> yeah. And Jackie, what would you say is your favorite? Well, so I love to grill. Um, I actually love to do tri-tip in the summer, whole tri-tip roast on the grill. That's one of my favorites and, and kind of has become one of our, our family. I feel like we make it every week. But this time of year, I tend to get a little cozier and I don't like standing in the rain to grill. So um, I guess I'm not a true Seattleite. But um, what I love to do this time and what my family just gets super excited about is a big old pot of chili. Um, we mm. love to make steak chili. That's one of my kids' favorites. Just loaded with all the spices and veggies and beans and then big old chunks of wonderful beef roast. 
which is going to be basically the kind of beef roast that we're serving here in December um, with Northwest Harvest. So if someone's not feeling the, uh, the roast dinner, they could always turn it into chili and I might come over for dinner. <laughs> yeah, watch out. Again, more company. <laughs> so unfortunately, we're running out of time rapidly. And so let's mention again how we can get involved and be part of this important picture. Absolutely. Washington's Beef Community really invites everybody um, to join us this holiday season. You can visit our website, wabeef.org, and click through to Beef Counts. It's right there on the main page. You're going to learn more about Beef Counts, which I think is always wonderful. But at the same time, there's an opportunity right there front and center to link through to Northwest Harvest, specifically to their Beef Counts donation page. Um, So every donation that you make to Northwest Harvest Beef Counts goes directly to putting beef on the dinner tables of hungry families. So perfect. Well, I appreciate both of you, Camus and Jackie, for spending time this morning giving us some insight into the important work that you do in helping feed hungry families here in our Washington state. Yeah. Thank you.